the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. My mouth and I thank you. Uh, Boy, uh, this week has been a rough week for me. Uh, My mouth has been swollen so large. My left side, getting a tooth finally pulled out today. It's been a... A week uh, where I feel like I've been under attack. Uh, everywhere I turn around, someone's attacking me. And so, uh, uh, you know, that's what's cool about who I am. I, I don't profess to be this perfect guy. I'd like all the people listening to me. I, I really don't walk on water. I, I, I do have mistakes. I'm not perfect. Uh, I really am under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. But, you know, life throws stuff at us. Uh, and, uh, you know, three weeks ago, uh, I had a tooth issue, was fixing it. And then, uh, as I was getting it done, the other side blew up on me. And Ouch. so for the last three, three weeks, it's been pretty tough. And, uh, last night, uh, I, I felt like I had a, a, a grapefruit on the left side of my mouth and, uh, South, I could get in to see an oral surgeon early said, Nope, tomorrow three is your time. So, uh, uh, hopefully next week you'll have a happier, uh, nicer Mr. Black cause, uh, you know, when the things, are the, the, the porcupines are poking, uh, it's hard to be in a good disposition. But it really, that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, because there's only so much we can control. Uh, and that which we can control, we should control. The problem is, most people don't know what they're able to control. Most people are not aware of their potential. They're not aware of their proclivities. Uh, they're not aware of the patterns. Uh, they're not aware of any of that stuff. And, and today, I, I want us to consider how attuned to our environment are we? You know, I mean, America 2022 is far different than my 1980s America. I graduated high school in 83, was in the Army right after that. Uh, and I really believe the 80s were some of the greatest times in the history of this country. Uh, boy, uh, 2022 is a totally different time. It's not just because the uh, we now vote for people because they're not somebody else. Anybody but Trump. Boy, anybody but Trump got us into a massive mess. That sounds like a little kid. Nah, 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 boo, boo. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You know, you talk to them, they put their hands over their ears. Or you talk to them, they put their hands over their eyes. Or like, you know, if I put my hands over my eyes, you can't see me because my eyes are closed. You know, we're not little kids. Uh, let's be honest. Things have changed in America. Uh, since the the day of the active shooter. Right now we have the day of active shooter. We have active shooter drills. And the terrorist attacks that became a reality on September 11th. Sorry if I'm getting too dark for some people. <laughs> it's just reality. It's life. Uh, the random acts of violence that now plague our once great country. You know, as leaders, we've got to be aware of our environment. 
you know, cost us our life. You know, the number one cause for accidents on the job site is look it up. The number one cause for accidents on the job site is lack of focus. People lose their arms, they lose their limbs, they lose their eyes, they lose their life because they're not focused. And that's the same thing. We're solely unaware, so totally. I made one word, solely. <laughs> We're so totally unaware of our environment. And the problem is, if you don't know evil's lurking in the shadows, how do you protect your daughter or your son? If you don't know the devil is dressed up as a good-looking man with problems, how do you protect your, the sanctity of your wedding bed? If you don't know that your enemy shows up in, in a business opportunity that bring a lot more money, but a lot less time, a lot less values, and a lot less that's going to get you close to who you are. See, you've got to be aware of what's going on around you, aware of your environment. And I'm not talking about saving the trees. I'm talking about impact optimization. The more aware you are of your environment, the more opportunity you have to make the most of your journey. And so today I want to talk about something Jesus said to us all the time. You have eyes to see, but do not see. You have ears to hear, but do not hear. See, everybody's doing great. If you don't believe me, go to church on Sunday. Everybody's great. Everybody's getting ready to worship God. Everybody's, you know, they're not all great. But again, there I get going negative again. I'm just being real. It's reality. I deal with it. I've been doing it for 30 years. I just did a class last weekend. And, man, I had uh, this guy that came in my class, and, man, he had it all together, man. He didn't need my training. I was looking. I'm going, he doesn't need my training. He's walking with God. He loves his wife. She's the most important thing. He's got kids and great dad. Man, this guy doesn't need my training. He's probably looking at me thinking, who do you think you are? Why are you so negative? Why are you pushing me? You don't know me. And so here's what I got July 26. I got an email. Well, my wife did from a spouse of that man in class. Hi, this message is for Mr. Black. I hope this is okay to do by writing you. I just need to tell Mr. Black something. My husband took your class in Texas last weekend. His name is, I'll leave his name out. He doesn't know I'm message, messaging you yet, LOL, but I just can't even express my appreciation for what you do. You see, we've been married for 10 years. I was a believer in God my whole life until... He and I got together, almost said his name, until he and I got together. He would always be angry when it was brought up. He came home a different man after your class. He had prayed every day since he'd been back. This is like absolutely a miracle. He has this happiness in him. I hoped for so many years for him to find. I'm pretty sure you know our marriage has been a very tough one. And for the first time, I truly have faith in him and the person that I knew was in there was the one I couldn't give up on. With tears, thank you so much. Not sure what you do in that class, but wow. You see, I came from a broken childhood. Two alcoholic parents that I basically took care of. I had a brother with muscular dystrophy who died at age 44. My dad died to, due to liver failure at age 53. I never got to grieve. The day after my dad died, I had to make all the decisions at the hospital. My mom was useless. Everything was all about her. Narcissistic mother still is. But the day after I lost my dad, who I was very close to, once I got older due to my mom's jealousy of me and him, he died. And she was in the hospital the next day getting charcoal put into her from drinking so much. So we went from hospital to rehab. And every day supporting her at rehab and taking care of all her responsibilities. And I did that five more times throughout the years. 
I have the worst anxiety every day, all day. I'm fighting myself every day. I try to better myself, and I always fail and talk myself out of it. I have no idea why I'm saying all this. I don't talk about it with anyone, but I never thought there's something out there that could truly help me until my husband came home. I'm scared to death of thinking of doing your class. My anxiety stops me from everything, but everything in me is telling me to do it. So maybe one day, once I get working again and get the money for it, I will see you one day, even if not your family. Your staff have changed so much in all of our lives. I don't feel ashamed or guilty for loving Jesus anymore. Take care and thank you. If you made it through all this, God bless you. You know, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I deal with. The people who are pushing the buttons on this radio show, the people who are telling me how to do my radio show better, you know, we struggle. We all have issues. We have trauma. We have drama. We're wondering what is the meaning of life. Is there a God? What happened to America? Or, hey, that's exciting. Look, America's finally becoming a great country, whatever it is. But we're human beings. And in 30 years of transforming lives, one thing I learned a long time ago is hurting people hurt people. You can ban the guns. You can ban the knives. You can ban the visine or the radiator fluid. You can ban the cars because all those things people use to kill other people. Or we can deal with the issue of the heart, the issue of the mind. And as a leader, we got to be aware. There are things around us. There are opportunities around us. Do you know what time it is? Not, not Kronos, not the time on your watch, but Kairos, the dispensation. Do you know what time it is? The time is now to live your life like it matters. The time is now to see a need and meet a need. The time is now to take your resources and help those who cross your path. The time is now to be better today than you were yesterday, better than tomorrow than you are today. Why? Because people are watching, because people are hurting, because people are needing. And if not you, then who? And if not now, then when? Because planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. After the break, we're going to have some recent graduates from Team 236 join us to bring some hope. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. 
That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And I got some good news on the break. It just quickened my spirit. See, see, anytime we can change our attitude we want, but let's be honest, sometimes I don't want to. I know you don't want to either, right? Because we like to feel sorry for ourselves. Boy, I can play victim with the best of you. You know, like I said, I had a rough week, man, a rough week. Poured myself out in a leadership class, changed six people's life, and then I got to get my world's smallest violin and feel sorry for myself, right? I can play it loud. Oh, the radio station heard about my pity party yesterday. <laughs> they all heard about it. You know, sometimes, we're all human. We're all human. And, and see, life pushes us. Life squeezes us. And you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. And sometimes not always, the best doesn't always come out of us. You know, it's just reality. And then we learn to apologize or we learn to accept the consequences. And then we pick ourselves up, we dust ourselves off, and we hit it again. Because we're told in the good book to not let those that can, don't fear those that can kill the body. Don't fear those. Feel those fear those who can kill the body and take the soul. And that's where my fear lies, not with man. It lies with God. And so in my training, I create an environment where I bring it. I put on a lot of pressure. Not to be mean. It's like squeezing a zit that's not fully formed on your arm or something. Sorry, Come I know on, it's gross. Man. Sorry. Uh, I know, I know, I know. Don't go all biting on me, <laughs> right? I know, gross, man. But you don't talk about it. You got to get the toxins out. And it hurts a little bit at first. But afterwards, it feels so good. And that's what my class is. We carry a lot, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of distraction. Good people that are still good people, but they kind of got off track a little. And uh, this next guy I'm going to introduce, he just went through my leadership training. Uh, we were actually friends before he went through my class. Uh, a, a, a friend of mine, my worship leader, who went through my training, went to work with him, told him about our training, and then he sent his son through. Uh, a couple months ago, his son had an impactful experience, and then finally it was his turn to go through. Now, now here's a man doing good things. Here's a good Christian man. 
His wife is far more beautiful than he is, so he oversold himself. He's got that little anxiety. He always has to work hard to impress her. But he's a, a good businessman. His, his house is paid for. <laughs> a little late there, yeah. A little late there. But, uh, yeah, so good guy. This is what I'm talking about. This guy didn't go to my training because his life was screwed up. This guy went to my training because God's calling him to greater things. This is so a let's man. Let's go to phone lines. Let's go to... Yeah, that's a man. All right. Let's go to phone line uh, number one, and let's welcome Rusty to Like It Matters Radio. Here's the man. The man. Rusty. Hello, Hello Mr. Black. Yeah. How you doing, brother? I'm doing excellent. I'm glad to be on the show with you today. Thank you. Yeah, glad you're here. You know, you've heard about husbands having empathy pain uh, with their wives when they go through pregnancy. Uh, Rusty loves me enough that he's having empathy pains from my tooth. So uh, I uh, somehow uh, transferred my tooth, bad tooth, to Rusty. And so Rusty had a root canal, right? Yes. On Monday, emergency left lower molar. Man, yeah. it was a tough one. I thought yeah. I was channeling your, yeah, uh, your bad the, tooth yeah. there. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, mine's number eighteen. Just in case you know, it's number eighteen. And at three o'clock, uh, they put me in a semi-comatose state, and they're gonna yank that puppy. So uh, it's time to get it out of there and get all that infection. But hey, talking about getting a lot of infection out of you, you know, that's a, really what I think of my class. You know, I, I bring a lot of pressure. It's intense, uh, and it squeezes you. And and you know this now, Rusty. It doesn't squeeze you to be mean. It squeezes you to get some of that toxin out of you, get some of that confusion out of you, to get some of that weirdness. So, I got to ask you. I mean, you're 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 my age. You know, we're in the fifties. I'm high fifties. You're a couple years older than me, but you've been through lots of leadership training. So you probably went in there with a mindset uh, of one thing or another. But when you went to my class, what were you thinking about it? What what would you think it would be? What were you expecting? Well, I I knew that you had a unique approach to. Uh, with with pressure that brings out things that need to get cleaned out and most leadership is cerebral and maybe a little rah-rah but it it doesn't push you to the level that it squeezes you and you do that in a way that is challenging but we learn to to work with it to go with that flow and to for our own better good because the results speak for themselves the testimonies tell the tale, I, yeah. I had to just relax and surrender and get uncomfortable yeah. and go with you and see what God wanted to teach me. Well, you know, the irony is you're saying that, isn't that what God's telling us every day for those of us that are called out? Remember, you know, people don't get this. The Ecclesiastes is the called out ones. The church is the called out ones. And, you know, that's interesting. When you and I were kids, you know, when you were called out, it was fighting time, right? <laughs> Had a few of those. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, remember those when we were little kids. We uh, come and call you out, man. Call, let's go fight. Let's be at 3 o'clock in the playground. You get called out, you know. Hey, they're going to meet at 3 o'clock in the playground, right? That's what God's done. He's called us out. He's not to fight us, but to shape us, to mold us. And the problem is you can't be shaped and molded in ease. You know, the, the comfort zone, Rusty. Uh, is a place where things go to die. And I tell people that. People are looking to be comfortable. And I said, be careful what you ask for. You might get it. Because our comfort zone is a graveyard. That's where our marriages go to die. Uh, remember Jesus said the church at Ephesus in uh, um, uh, um, Revelation 2, right? I have one thing against you. You've forgotten your first love. Your first love. You became right. comfortable with me. Yeah. 
he became comfortable. So, so five minutes in the class, Rusty, you knew it was going to be different. You knew it was going to be intense. Five minutes into it, you know, Mr. Davis is up there giving that first speech. What are you thinking? What's going through your head? I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be raw and passionate, and uh, I can't <laughs> hold back. Uh, I'm, right. I'm in my early 60s, and, and yeah, I'm, you know, I don't let it all hang out. I'm, I'm kind yeah. of matured and, and wise and accomplished, and no, I, I just went with it because I knew that yeah. you needed to teach me things, and God wanted to bring some good things out in me, and uh, you, don't, you don't hold back when you're in that position, and you are, you're the student. Yeah. And you know what? Yep. As we as we lost one, but as we let go, our class jailed, and everybody. I became comfortable with being uncomfortable, and we all came together and jailed. And there was a dynamic with our group of six that just felt amazing, and we were all comfortable being a little bit out of way out of our comfort zone, actually. And it worked. It yeah. brought out some yeah. things that taught us some lessons it made us vulnerable but safe and i like how that yeah. i like how that happens i, I yeah. nothing i've seen compares with this mr white well thank you that means a lot to me because i consider you a friend you're i mean you, you were a youth pastor you've been to seminary you got degrees you've got success in business you've married well you've raised kids well uh you you know you've done a lot of things well not perfect there's only one perfect and that's god and you don't profess to be that but that whole process is about what's the next level, that, that our brides deserve better, our, uh, our God commands better, our country needs better, our families need better. I mean, uh, and you saw a bit different people. There were seven, then one quit. But you saw different people, different belief systems, different traumas, different dramas, different socioeconomic backgrounds. And yet you came together as family and you truly love each other and accept each other. I mean, have you ever experienced something in such a short period of time that you basically trust so many diverse people so deeply? There, there is nothing. Uh, uh, there's nothing on the marketplace, in the church, in business that does. <laughs> we, we were there for 24 hours and I would swear to you that we've been there a week uh, of just yep. intensity. It just so oh, much yep. is accomplished so quickly because you're in that that pressure cooker and you're open and giving. You're not holding back, and that's what allowed us. I, I heard one of your staff say, "You're you're not where you need to be. You're you're holding back. You you should be much farther along." And yep. the, the more we let go and became a unit and one team, and uh, it felt comfortable. And I was so proud of everybody. A uh, very diverse group. Yeah. And I love them all. Yeah. I loved uh, yeah. I accepted so cool. them all in the differences before when we first met. But I, I don't want to do life without these six people, uh, five other people. Yeah. They're yeah. wonderful. And uh, Yeah, 48 I, hours. We're already, 48 we're already hours. staying in touch with them. Yeah, yeah 48 hours, it seemed like Incredible. quite a quite time passed. <laughs> But it's intense, yeah, well, and because it's intense, yeah. we accomplish a lot. Yeah, Iron sharpens iron, right? The fiery furnace. Yeah, uh, and uh, I, I, we're about two minutes for the break, so I don't want to go into my question I was going to ask you. Uh, we'll cover that for the break. If you'd stay with us, please. But uh, what have you noticed this week? What have you noticed different about yourself this week? Well, it's there's no magic wand in this world. And I came home, and I told my wife, I said, I'm not a different man 
but I'm going to be, I am, and I'm becoming that better version of the man that you married. And I'm doing it for my God first, for my wife, my children, myself, my neighbors, the world that I impact, my business world. And I think that I was pretty far along that road. I should be with all that God's put in me and given me and blessed me with. But this was this was on steroids. It really shaped me. So I'm home and I'm my my challenge. We'll talk about this after the break. The 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 thing for me was focus. I yeah. I need to be a man that stays focused to accomplish what I was designed to do and be and have an impact in this world. And uh, that gives me a lot of hope. And you Amen. you knew that before I got there, but it was a yep. it was a fun process. <laughs> Once I got comfortable yeah, with being awesome. comfortable, I, I appreciated the process. Yeah, isn't that incredible? Comfortable in being uncomfortable. And we'll talk about that because some people think that's a dichotomy. No, that's exactly what God wants us to be. That's where God says we are to be in this world but not of this world. What he's saying is you need to get comfortable being uncomfortable because you're a sojourner. You're a stranger in a foreign land. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking with Rusty, a graduate from Team 236. We'll be back after these messages. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. It usually takes 40 years for breakthroughs in natural health to finally make their way into standard medicine. Be way ahead of the curve by listening to the cutting-edge experts who are my guests on the Healthy by Nature show. I'm certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. We want you to stay healthy and feel your best doing it. Visit our health library on healthybynatureshow.com. Healthy by Nature, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on Freedom 1570. What makes successful investors successful? There are a few traits shared by some of the great ones of our time. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing those attributes and sharing what you can do to set yourself up for success. Wouldn't you like to know if you're on track? Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570. Or you can call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy. 
because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, explanation, and application. I am black, and today we are talking about being aware. Do you understand your environment? There are so many things around us that we're missing. You know, if you come upon an accident, let's say you, you come upon this thing, you see someone in a puddle of water laying in the middle of the road. You know, if you run up to that person, you put a hand on them, they could have been electrocuted. There could be something in that water. There could be something from beyond that hit them. You're supposed to become aware of the situation, assess the environment, see what's going on. Any good warrior knows that. And that our mission field is our lives. And yet we're going around there. We we have a, a, a thousand exabytes of information going through our head. We have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. We have 34 gigabytes of information. Uh, and then if you're a child of God, you got the shiny one, uh, waving shiny objects and squirrel, this distraction, that distraction, 27 channels of ESPN, all this to worry about. And we lose focus and we lose awareness and we miss opportunity to see people and help people. And we miss the opportunity to live our lives like it matters. And so sometimes you got to take a detour. You got to pull off the freeway of life and then take a look at ourselves to question ourselves, put, put ourselves through a 90,000 mile checkup. So we become aware of what we've been missing become aware of where we lost focus, become aware of how we've moved away from some of our first loves, to regroup, to refocus, to remind, to remember those passions of a child, to remember how we were created, to remember whose we are and why we're here. And so after a class, usually I like to have people come on, the graduates after the class, and share with us their impact. And today you're blessed because a, a good friend, he's a ordained a, a pastor. He, was, he went to seminary. He was a youth minister in the early days. Now he runs Patriot Roofing, a good company. My son worked for him for a while. So let's welcome back uh, to Like It Matters Radio, Rusty. Thanks again for joining us, Rusty. Really appreciate being here. Thank you, Mr. Black. Great to be here. Well, you're a busy man uh, doing a lot of things, a church life, family life, your network marketing, you've got a, a business, Patriot Roofing. And by the way, uh, how do people get a hold of you? If they need some work done on the roof, uh, uh, man, you're a good guy. Uh, quality is your middle name. Uh, how would they reach out to you to get some help? I love it. I'll never miss a free promo. It's rusty at patriotroofingtexas.com. But let's talk about Let's talk about your class instead. <laughs> but thank you for that. Amen. Problem. Amen. Oh, you're very welcome. So uh, this is the $64 million question. What If you had to pinpoint something right now, Rusty, what do you think is the biggest benefit, the biggest takeaway that you've got from that leadership awakening? I, I, the, the challenge is I can't pick just one. There's so many things that came at me that were just 
you you were throwing gold nuggets, you know, at us every three minutes, and I <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't write them down, and I couldn't let my brain yeah. settle on them and get distracted. Uh, but it was yeah. just drinking from a fire hose, and uh, I wanted more yeah. of it. Um, the thing that the thing was, I got shaken and challenged out of my complacency. Uh, I hate to admit it, but but you you kind of uh, that honest self assessment. I was I was coasting. I I have purpose and I have plan and vision, but I have been coasting, and I have lacked focus, and uh, that complacency is dangerous. And that comfortable yep. place is the graveyard that, that dreams go to die, that divine yep. inspiration and calling go to die. That's well said. Um, I don't want to be that. I want the best version of Rusty to show up today for my God, for my wife and kids, for my company, for everybody that touches my world. I've got maybe one chance to uh, to touch yep. their lives and bless them and inspire them and uh, it's it's a mission. So I want to live life with purpose, yeah. passion, just like we talk about the heart, body, soul. Just leave it all on the on yeah. the field. That's one thing our class did. We yeah. uh, when we had an exercise, we left it there on the carpet at that room, and I didn't yeah. want to have anything reserved or held back or just uh, just in case you know. Oh, let me have a little. No, we left it on the on the carpet that day. And it felt good. Yep. I learned some lessons there. Yeah. No, that's incredible. I always say there are two places to leave your stuff in life. You can leave it on the table, which is a sales analogy. I mean, you got uh, you t- accepted good enough. You jumped at the first thing, got the low-hanging fruit. You you jumped on the first time someone said, yeah, I want to buy something. But you could have got so much more. That's one place to leave your stuff. The second place to leave your stuff is on the field. Uh, that's when you pour yourself out, just like Jesus Christ did for us. He poured himself out. Uh, he had nothing left in him. Uh, and we have one chance to live our lives like it matters, and we, we're called to pour ourselves out. Uh, and that's what you did. That's what, you know, uh, I think it's Deuteronomy 6, 5, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, right? Well, the reason why people can't do that is because they've never done that to anything. And in my class, I, I teach people what it's like to give 100%. And you hit it, Rusty. I, I define 100% for you. It's not opinion. It's not this moving target. It's this, heart, body, and soul. Because if I take away your heart, I take away your body, and I take away your soul, what's left? That's my point. There's nothing left. It's all there. Um, what have you noticed different about yourself? Have you noticed yourself responding differently? Kyle told me about a guy you had to, uh, did a contract with to buy your uh, to to fix his roof, a neighbor or something. And before you left, you gave the big old hug like for thirty seconds. It's like uh, the guys go, "Wow, I've never been hugged like that." <laughs> yeah, you keep it appropriate, but I I'm a hugger and I'm re yeah. I'm renewed yeah. to my commitment like that. Um, that's just that's. But you taught me about re, you reaffirmed on me living in the moment and not yeah. letting yeah. my mind live in different places that it's going yeah. with, you know, uh, distractions or vision or, you know, down the road. I want to be in the moment and appreciate yeah. that my uh, my grandson's in the room or that my wife needs my encouragement yeah. at that moment. Things along that line. And as I get, yeah. you know, home. Uh, our class motto from class 236 shout out to all the guys and gals class 236 our motto was this training sticks 
Class 236, this training sticks. I didn't want to just win and finish the game with, with uh, like it matters, Class 236. We wanted to take it home and live it out and make yeah. sure it didn't disappear, fade away like that ember removed from the fire. I want to be changed for a lifetime, yeah. but it uh, it's kept me more focused. I, uh, I've got a focus planner, yeah. and I've, I've become a, a better master of my time and my intention and making it happen. So that's, that's one outgrowth yeah. of it. And then being in the moment, being in the now, not getting too distracted. We in this world, I see people sitting at and touching their, looking their phone and flipping their phone screen and like, yep. get a life, get a life, be in the moment. Yep. She's sitting there, he's sitting there. It looks like they're yep. on a date and I'm going, you haven't talked to each other in 10 minutes. And yeah. I put, I don't want my phone, yep. you know, in the way of my, of, of a fabulous marriage, great family time. So Amen. just trying to practice what, you know, what we Amen. preach and, and learn it, baby. Well, and you said the lack of focus. That was a big thing yours because you got so much going on. You're a high eye personality. So you, whoever's with you, you're like the, your best friend. The the best movie you ever saw was the one you just saw. The best meal you've ever had was the one you just had. So you, you're with people. You connect. Oh, yeah, it's this is the behavior style. That's you. But, but in the same way, because of that strength, any strength to an overabundance becomes a weakness. Because of that, you can be distractible up until now. Because of that, you can lose focus on what you're supposed to be doing, where you're at. And you can... Be, up until now, because you can be in the now moment and still be d- rusty, but be a better version of rusty. And that's what you realize. You got you got sensory acuity. Now you're more aware. You're more aware who's in the room. You're more aware if you have time to give a hug or not give a hug. You're, you're more aware when someone's hurting, even though they said when you asked them how they're doing, they said, good. You stop because like, whoa. Something's not right. You felt something. You see something, and you probe a little more, and then they just open up and pour out. I mean, that's your focus you're talking about, and that's where you're at now, correct? It is. Um, one thing that I'm doing as I, as I came home, I, I had, you had us in one of our exercises write our own eulogy. And I'm not a yeah. kid anymore. I'm closer to you know, some of my classmates to the end of a life. Uh, even though I'm a good steward yeah. of the body God gave me, I want to live 120 years. Uh, let's see if that's possible. But at my age, I have the advantage of being a little bit more mindful of that last moment of life. And that eulogy really inspired yeah. me. In fact, it's I think it was the only time I cried, uh, and it was a good tear. It was a real good tear when yeah, I read that good. to my classmates. And I've, I have it on the uh, yeah. outside sleeve of my binder from Like It Matters, and uh, I read this eulogy, and it inspires me right now to live so that that is a reality. Uh, it, it lives me yeah, in the man. moment. This year, this day, I won't get to repeat. It'll be gone. I've got that gift of, what is it, eight, 83,400 seconds. You, you know, you handed us that great day. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. Pardon, I've yeah, got yeah. that in my bank account today. How am I going to spend it? Well, the eulogy, Amen. what I want my life to matter and count for, and you be able to say about me, Scott Black, at my at my funeral and memorial, that's that's how I want to live today. And I, I do not want to live with the regret. And the, God won't let us live with regrets in heaven, thank goodness. But I want... 
I want every day to be power-packed, uh, effective, and fruitful for the kingdom of God, for life uh, abundant with my family and my sweet wife. So I'm, I'm a different man. Uh. Theology kind of helps me. Uh, Ed Milet, uh, one of the great podcasters, mm. talks about this. He said, one day we're going to stand before God, and we're going to be able to see that ultimate version of ourselves that we could have been. And we give what we did to God. And they All do right. We, um, I go. <laughs> Amen. We're getting ready to go. Hard break, buddy. God bless you. I love you. Appreciate you. I'm Black. We'll be back after this commercial break. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Come to Crocodile Productions Got a Night Show Saturday, July 30th and Sunday the 31st at Banquets of Minnesota Friendly. Buy, sell, and trade new and used antique and modern firearms 9 to 5, Saturday 9 to 3, Sunday. Got a Night Show Friendly. CrocodileProductionsInc.com for details. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do, but you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing, and it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management. So I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the T-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so... I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we have eyes to see but do not see. We have ears to hear but do not hear. It's called sensory acuity. And, you know, if you get mad at me for saying that, you might want to look up, get your eyes up to heaven, and start chewing on the Messiah. Because Jesus said that many times. Many times. He chewed out his disciples. Remember when they could not cast out the demons? Out of that man's son? And he got mad. He goes, how long am I going to be with you? You guys still not get it? He got mad because we have eyes to see but do not see. We have ears to hear but do not hear. That's what transactional analysis teaches us. There's a stimulus and there's a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens is our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so when, says, when someone says something or does something, there's a stimulus. We go to what we know. We go to our past. And we have a bevy of information there. 34 gigabytes of information daily go through our head. 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. You have your trauma, your drama, your PTSD, your victimhood, uh, the woe was me complex. All that stuff going on in your past. The traumas. Now you got all the, the deep state stuff and the state run media uh, and white Christians are evil and black people are victims. All that stuff. And a, a man's a woman, and what pronoun am I supposed to use? But uh, follow the science, but that's not science at all. Ah, do, you, do you understand how I'm schizophrenic and so am I? It's confusing. And it's all that stuff that's been put in you that comes out between the stimulus and the response. This is why we get so lost. We lose focus. We're not aware of hurting people. When I go to church in the morning, I don't want to talk to anybody. It's not social hour. That was Saturday night. When I go to church in the morning, I want to be alone with God. I want to prepare my heart and my mind. And I go in, I kneel down at church, and all everybody's yapping about silly stuff, fluffy stuff, and all this stuff. And then some music going to start, and then they're going to go raise their hands and lift up, and they're going to go sit down and take notes on a sermon, and then go out and live their life the same way they were an hour and a half earlier. It was just a checkbox. We got to slow down. We got to become aware of what's going on around us, aware of the hurting people, aware of the opportunities to serve and save, aware of when we see a need that we can meet that need, aware that maybe God has put you in this place for such a moment as this, just like Esther. But you got to be aware. The Bible says many times we could have been entertaining angels from on high. We're totally unaware. One of my favorite poems is The Cookie Thief by Valerie Fox, or Valerie Cox. I haven't shared it for a long time. But this talks about the lack of awareness. This shows us how we have one thought process where we think we're so righteously proper. And we found out we're the one. We're the one that was unrighteous. We're the one that was unjustified. We're the ones. And we're so busy playing victim and blocking and attacking the spirit of offense. You see... Now we have this black family suing um, SeaWorld because now the little stuff figures were racist because they wouldn't touch their black daughter. And the whole reason is because they're racist. Now they're asking for $25 million because their little three-year-old girl was sad because a stuffed animal didn't come up and pick her up. And guess what? They didn't pick up 20,000 other people there either. But that little child... And because it, she didn't get what she wanted and because she's black, now let's give her $25 million. Because we all know those stuffed animals are racist. 
This is getting ridiculous. You wonder why we're falling apart. We can't even, I mean, we cry over someone didn't touch me. Someone didn't look at me. A stuffed animal didn't pick me up. And now we're going to sue and destroy and have five years of hatred and anger and death positions and prove how all these things hate black people. I mean, at some point, something's got to change, people. The Cookie Thief by Valerie Cox. A woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book but happened to see that the man beside her, as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag between, which she ignored to avoid a scene. She munched cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I weren't so nice, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she wondered what he'd do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also quite rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she'd been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at that thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise why there was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here... She moaned with despair. Then the others were his, and he wanted to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. See, and this is going to offend somebody out there. See, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we think we're giving, and we're really taking I'm sure all of us can relate to times in our lives when we felt absolutely certain our perceptions right, only to find the truth in a different light. Let's be honest. Have you been the cookie thief more times than you'd like to admit? See, Rusty was talking about how he became comfortable being uncomfortable. And right now, when people get uncomfortable, they sue people. They want to attack people. They want to abuse people. They want to persecute people. They want to cry the victim. They want to get Joe Biden to save them if they're progressive. But I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, you got to realize the best way to get to Carnegie Hall is practice, practice, practice. The best way to function at a high level in a stressful environment is practice, practice, practice. The best way to be comfortable outside your comfort zone is practice, practice, practice. See, there are three zones that we live in in life. And the first one's called Comfort. And now this is the place where we go to die. This is the coffin. This is where our marriage dies. This is where our, our love for our, our children die. This is where our love for God dies. <clears throat> Life is not meant to be comfortable. You have the rest of your death to be comfortable. Life is meant to be lived. Life is not meant to be spent time in the stands. It's on the field. 
Life is hard. Life is tough. Put your big boy pants on. Put your big girl pants on and ride it, buddy. So is riding a steer difficult. So is riding a stallion difficult. Embrace it. Put on. Play big. Your life matters. You got to realize we got to get outside the comfort zone. And I always tell people I can give you fear's address because most of you spend your life running from fear. And fear is a straw man. Fear is a liar. Fear is false evidence appearing real. And fear's address is right outside your comfort zone. So you have the comfort zone in the middle. Then a big circle beyond that is called fear. False evidence appearing real. And in my training, I teach people without words. I teach them through experience sometimes. So early on, I make that class so uncomfortable that it is uncomfortable sitting in there. It's I control their breathing. I control how they move. I control how they stand. I control everything. I teach them how to stand. I teach them how to breathe. How many leadership classes have you been through the first night where they teach you how to breathe and they teach you how to stand? Got my point? Because we're playing big. And so fear is false evidence appearing real. And within 24 hours of my classroom of functioning at a high level in a stressful environment, it becomes their brand new comfort zone. And so I have to push them out of that new comfort zone into that zone called fear again, false evidence appearing real. And Dr. Susan Jeffers wrote a great book years ago. It's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. And she says three levels down, fear comes down to a basic concept that I can't handle it. And once you realize you can handle it, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. And so you push through it. And then beyond that zone called fear is a zone called panic, intense fear. You can function for a short period of time, but don't forge your mail. The key to life is to keep pushing your comfort zone. So what used to bring about fear now brings about familiarity. What used to elicit panic now just brings around a little bit of fear. And once you realize that you can feel the fear and do it anyways, then not only are you taking step by step and playing bigger and bigger, but you are truly living your life like it matters. And it's important for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. So if you know how you want it to end, begin with the end of mind, then you know you've got some stuff to do today, baby. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you do that stuff. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. Hey, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. What comes to your mind when you think about insurance? Then add in thoughts about replacing your roof from hail damage? That's why we at the Kingdom Builders want to put your mind at ease. We're not just great roofers, we're also experts at knowing how to work with insurance companies, and we have your best interests in mind. If you're confused about the process or don't know about Minnesota law regarding your home, rest assured the Kingdom Builders team abides by both Minnesota law and the Lord's moral laws. We're equipped to advocate for you as much as you'd like us to, and we have a lot of tools in our toolbox to negotiate coverage with the insurance company. So if you're wondering about the condition of your roof and you're ready for an honest assessment, put your mind at ease and call us today at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. Like we always say, we're not salespeople, just great roofers. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.